Today is a big day for Gathering with Gib because we're closing out the year with our first ever mock Real Housewives draft. It's an idea that was inspired by an exercise that former Hollywood reporter editor Matt Bellany does on his great podcast, The Town, which is obviously inspired by real sports drafts. And while I'm not exactly sure what those entail, I'm not a big sports guy, as you can probably tell, I did think it would be a fun experiment to test this out with our beloved housewives. It felt right to end the year on this because, you know, in a different way from my overview of every Real Housewives franchise I did with Danny Pellegrino in November, this provides us an opportunity to look at the Housewives universe, both from a bird's eye view and from a more up close and personal view, since we're talking about specific housewives here. Obviously, it wouldn't be a true draft or an interesting one if it was just me picking. So I welcomed all my pal Sarah Galley, who hosts the podcast Andy's Girls, to join in on the fun and be my competition for the day. I explained a lot of the rules at the top of our recording, so I won't do that here. But basically, we're building some version of a dream mashup Housewives cast. This isn't just a list of our favorites, because that might not result in a well-balanced group of women who could actually work well on a show of their own. We're thinking about the different roles that these women play within their respective casts as it stands, and whether that role would carry over into a new group, and also how they all might interact with one another. There was a lot to consider, and it ended up being a really fun experiment, so expect more of these sort of sporadically in the future. Maybe I'll do a mid-year Housewives draft or something, and I also have another draft idea that I'll put out way before then, too. For now, enjoy this mock Real Housewives draft with Sarah Galley to close out the year. I'm so excited to continue bringing you fresh new ideas for Gabbing with Gabe into 2024. I have a ton of them written down, along with a long list of exciting guests that I cannot wait to welcome onto the podcast in the new year. Please give us a positive rating or a nice review, and make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you're listening to this right now, and following us on Instagram and TikTok. Also, just a reminder, we do upload videos from all of our episodes onto our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at gabbingwithgib. Ready, set, draft. I want to gab. All right, today we're gabbing with Sarah Galli, a Bravo savant whose incredible podcast, Andy's Girls, I've been lucky to have guested on numerous times over the past two years. It was actually the first ever podcast I was ever on, and I'm so thrilled to be able to return the favor. Um, Okay, so Sarah, you are here today to do my first ever Real Housewives mock draft, which is a sports terminology that I don't don't have anything, I don't know any knowledge of, I don't know... I don't know what the NBA draft is. I I have I know nothing of the sort. But I listen to this podcast called The Town with Matt Bellany, and he does sort of like mock drafts of like very it's again it's like very insider baseball, but it's like you know of industry execs or streamers or like summer blockbusters. It kind of gives you a bird's eye view of just like the landscape of whatever thing you're talking about. And I think that this is an interesting way for us to look at Real Housewives and just sort of like who's standing out to us in which ways. And it's fun to just kind of have a fantasy world, you know, a, a quote unquote dream cast could look like of mixed franchises. So Sarah, before we get going, I'm going to read just a couple of things that I sent you over email last night just to just so people are aware of of what we're doing so we're going to go back and forth selecting one housewife each from each different franchise until we've each formed a quote-unquote dream cast and reminder this is not a list of our personal favorites this is a fun exercise to see which potential what a potential mixed franchise well-balanced housewives cast could look like we're picking based on the current state of the and life of the housewife so this, this isn't like you know i'm choosing erica from season eight you know what I mean? This is this is this is Erica right now, and this is their life right now. Is that you're you're giving me a face? 
No, no, no. I totally, when it comes to like where they are now, 100%, but does it have to be someone who's currently on the franchise? Could it be just someone who's like contemporary in life now who is no longer there? Or do you want to keep it to the franchise? And I can... I, I would rather keep it to on the franchise. Great. And then Love because, it. Because, because as you'll see later, there's there's an op- there's a slot for a formal wife to be slotted in. Great. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So once a housewife is chosen, the other person cannot choose that person. So, we've all, okay. so we have come with backups. We'll go franchise by franchise with each person picking one housewife from each current cast. And we're, we'll go alphabetically via franchise. There are nine. There are nine right now. As a bonus, we'll choose one former housewife to be a friend of the cast. Uh, each time we pick somebody, we'll explain, we'll justify, we'll discuss. Um, and again, this is just a reminder: picks do not necessarily reflect our favorites. Like this is not a list of our favorite housewives from each franchise. Right. This is like you know you have like your you have your force multiplier, you have your alpha, you have your beta. However, you want to think about it. There are people serve different purposes on each on each housewives cast and so we are gonna we're picking based on that and yeah we're just gonna compare at the end and reminder this is totally for fun this is not showing any bias or favoritism well, um, i mean it totally is but that's a part it of, is, the, it of it is it is but it's yeah. not like just because i choose somebody from a certain city doesn't mean they're my favorite on that city necessarily you know what i mean yeah. although it absolutely might be <laughs> it might be it might be. You can read between the lines if you want to, if you're trying yeah. to kind of uncover that tea. Okay, so Sarah, as my guest today, you get to go first. And would you rather go in alphabetical order, so starting with Atlanta, or would you rather go in reverse alphabetical order and start with Salt Lake City? Um, let's start with Salt Lake City. Okay, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go Salt Lake, Potomac, Orange County, New York, New Jersey, Miami, Dubai, Beverly Hills, Atlanta. And I do just want to add the disclaimer that years ago on Andy's Girls, Dame Brian Moylan asked me who my like dream girls trip cast would be. And he got to watch me in full time sort of explode into glitter. So I am terrible at picking any kind of top five, top 10. So even the names that I came up with when you said like literally one, I was like, cool, cool, cool. So like almost every one of them has like so and so or so and so. So it's like, right. I am terrible yeah. at this. And I'm also very bad at casting because I typically pick all alphas. So I just want to okay, yeah. throw that into the it's mix. Interesting. This is, this yeah, is I, I mean, actually, my do you want? Or do you want to do? But before we jump in, do you want to just like do give a couple of things like what sort of went through your mind where you were gravitating toward? Because I actually kind of felt the same thing. I was like, I was either going like the humor route, like okay, this person does like bring a lot of funny and like really good confessional moment, or somebody who just like is going to be an instigator and an alpha. That's sort of where I was kind of landing a lot of the time. Yeah. And it's hard because when you think of Girls Trip, for example, each season has had its own distinct flavor. Like, I feel like the first season was all stars. The second season was like sort of dark mania. And the third season was a fuck up. So I so it's like when you think of casting, I sometimes fall into the same traps or tropes that Ultimate Girls Trip does, too, of like, you know, this is going to be a specific kind of energy. And sometimes that's not an intention it's just a reflection yeah. so i just want to um apologize <laughs> do no no apology necessary <laughs> sarah. okay sarah galley mm-hmm. who is your first pick from salt lake city okay i'm already backtracking as i say out loud but i just have to say lisa barlow because she's just such a unique character but i already have a backup i, I it was like an even there was it was an even playing field between Lisa that's and Barlow's your pick. No, yeah. once you say Barlow, it, that's Barlow's your pick. my pick. I'm okay. picking a choice. And, 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 and in your mind is is in your mind is Lisa Barlow's um sort of main it, you know what the thing that she brings to the cast is that 
is that being a connector? Is that humor? Is that just overall being like her housewife, just like persona? That's a great question. I feel like it's honestly the fact that she's very bougie, very $60,000 diamond, and we need to have someone who very clearly has brands stamped on their forehead. So I want that. I also think she is a very singular kind of housewife, and you need to have a couple housewives who you just can't replicate. So anything could happen. She could be like sort of sucking up to like uh, prestige housewives from prestige franchises, or she could be like melting down. I I genuinely love Lisa Barlow. I think she's one of the best instances of Housewives casting like in in the Housewives universe. So I have to go with her. And she's also genuinely very funny. She's very funny. She was was one of my she was one of my top two picks. I'm actually going to go the total opposite way and go with Monica because because you know when I'm thinking about a Housewives cast, you know, I think you want to have somebody who's a little bit more green in a lot of people who I kind of gravitated towards in this exercise were longer running housewives. And I think you need a newer face who can be a little manipulated, who can, who, but it can also, who can stand their own and, and bring, you know, compelling storyline. And I think that, you know, we all, a lot of people love Monica, but her, the biggest, you know, hurdle for her right now is that nobody on her cast likes her. And so I'm like, okay, you put her, if you put her in a group, that doesn't have any history with her and she hasn't sued them or she hasn't, you know, whatever the allegations that are going to come out against her. She kind of has a, a cleaner slate with a, with a new group, I would say, if we were to put her in this in this situation. So I'm going with Monica from Salt Lake. Love that. That is a, a surprise pick, which I'm extremely into. Very into that. Thank you. Okay, Potomac. I'll go first since you went first on Salt Lake. I know. I'm I know gonna we're going to have the same one. We're going to have the same one. It's going to be a problem for me, but go. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. We? I think we are. I'm going to go with and this. Oh, we're not. Okay. Okay. And this is an instance where it's like, and again, I, I've grown to really kind of appreciate Candace, but she's not my favorite on Potomac. But Candace, to me, she br- she brings genuine humor and her confessional game is on point. I think that even if Potomac's having a bad episode, which they've had a lot of lately, mm-hmm. you can count on her or Karen to bring good confessional. But I think when I, when I was thinking about who else I was choosing with Candace... She's also a really good instigator. She um, just, I don't know. I think she brings it in, in multiple arenas. So I just, she, she's, she's become a really well-rounded person to me. So that's, that, that was my pick. Great pick. Honestly, also just Candace in life. Uh, she's going to give you a lot. So that's a great pick. Yeah. And, and as we, as you know, from firsthand experience, she's willing to move forward with people. She is. She hasn't unblocked me yet, but we have. Okay. So we but you, did ha- but you had a sit. But you moment. had a sit down at Bravo. We did. Uh, Bravo we Con. did. We did. We did. So I love that, that was, for you. Okay. Yeah, it was a healing moment. Who was your Who was your pick from Potomac, Sarah? Uh, the Grand Dame. Got to go yeah. with Karen Huger. She's just. She's a light. She's funny. She's not going to take up all of the like space and energy in the room, which I think is important. And she's one of those sort of, she's definitely an alpha housewife. I wouldn't call her a beta housewife, but I do have to say that I don't think she's as, she's not as like hungry for the spotlight as all times as other housewives are, which can become a distraction and not in a great way. I think she's actually pretty balanced and um, she's a, she's a high performer and she makes me happy. Yeah, I think that's a really good point about Karen because she is sort of, to me, the stalwart of Potomac. But within a group setting, she usually isn't the person driving the conversation. She's usually giving the reaction, which I think is 
just as important. So I, I but but people still respect her and still kind of like she is that presence. Okay, great. Love that for you. Orange County, Sarah. Okay, Orange County. I mean, I understand the rules. You are very explicit and specific, and I get it. And I probably should say Tamara, but I'm gonna say Shan. I'm just gonna say okay. she's another wild card. I think my my cast is a little bit of a wild card cast. And again, saying this out loud, adding the disclaimer, it should probably be Tamra, but um I'm going with Shan. You don't know what era of Shan she will be in in the present Shan. And I'm I'm going with Shan. Yeah, and I think that she's I think with Shannon, like what what the promise there is that like you know, whether you want to think about this as like a good TV element or like kind of a sad element, she will. I don't know if she'll ever have it like fully figured out for herself. Like we've seen it. It's always there's always something else that, you know, is happening. And that's 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 storyline. That's inherent storyline with her. And she has good interpersonal drama, too. So uh, I support that pick. That was that was my backup. That was my backup. But I, I'm my pick from Orange County is Heather. And she is great. She is sort of serving the Karen Huger role for me in my cast, which is like the she is a little bit on a pedestal. She is has a regalness about her. She can hang with a lot of the women. But, you know, I think one of the things on Orange County right now that or this past season was like she was kind of ostracized. She was kind of like you know, whatever. And I think it's, there's a, there's a jealousy element of that. And so seeing her in another group setting, I think would be really, really interesting. Cause I think, you know, people have thrown out like, Oh, what if she's on Beverly Hills? I didn't really want to see her on Beverly Hills, but I would like to see her among a different group of women just to see what that's like. You know, does that, does that pedestal nature like carry over or is that, is she more easily ripped down? I don't know. I love that. That's an excellent pick. I really genuinely excellent pick. And I don't think I don't I think it's interesting both neither of us chose Tamara. I know because I felt like she was too obvious. Uh, the crazy thing is I honestly forgot that Heather existed when I was choosing this. So when as soon as you said Heather, I was like, oh, Heather makes sense. And honestly, Emily would make sense too. This is where I'm terrible at making decisions. But um, yeah, it's a great, 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 great pick. Honestly. I also think that I, I also from my taste, Tamara's too obvious of a pot stirrer. I think that she I think that she doesn't hide her cards enough. Um so, you know, she's not my fave in that sort of role. Okay, I'm first for New York. And this is new New York. This is not old New York. This is new New York. What am I going to choose? Okay, I'm going with Bryn. Great. So I, I, I was deciding between Aaron and Bryn, but I, I went with the Bryn card because I'm realizing I, I definitely need this just sort of like, you know, wild card humor of it all and she obviously still has the compelling storyline. I don't think we've seen much in terms of like drama from her, like overt drama, but I'm okay with that. She is sort of a light addition for the moment. Maybe she'll sink her teeth more into it. She only has one season under her belt. She's kind of like a, you know, Monica's still in her rookie season. Bryn is between those two stages. And so I think she can she can go either way, you know, and I hope she grows. I'm, I'm taking a bet on on Bryn. I love that. I'm honestly, I'm, in, I'm into that energy. Yeah, I was going to say Jessel, but I'm making a last minute change um, because the other person in my picks list was Aaron. So I am going to steal your backup quarterback and or whatever football <laughs> position exists <laughs> and go with Aaron because I just think she is a strong housewife, strong personality, can be a little cruel and sometimes cutting in some of her confessionals, but you also don't know what what she's going to kind of do next. Like, I think she sometimes makes the wrong decision in the moment, which is great television. So I'm here for it. Here yes. For it. No, I, you know, I, I think that Aaron is, 
Aaron is this quasi villain, I would say not a not a full not a full fledged because she doesn't lean into it necessarily. And again, they're in an interesting spot this cast, and I'm curious if she does lean into that or if she if she course corrects after watching herself on TV because I think that she wants to be liked. I don't know if she wants to be the villain necessarily. I think she almostly she almost can't help herself. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Okay. New Jersey. You are first up. Dolores, hands down. Uh, we Sarah. needed Dolores. I'm sorry. Had uh. to do it. It was the easiest. Honestly, it was the easiest pick of any franchise. Dolores, forever and ever. Amen. We know she has the Patterson in her, but she can also just be so genuinely caring. She can be the voice of the audience. She's also an excellent mediator. I believe everything she's ever said and ever will say. Um, and she deserves to shine. There's not enough of a shine on Dolores because just from the purposes of storytelling, because there's so much that always yeah. happens with Joe, Tree, Melissa. And you know what? Dolores deserves her time in the sun. So apologies, but I had to take her. Listen, that's that's what that's what this is all about. It's you know, we we're fighting for our for our picks here. I was gonna go with Dolores, so I guess I will go. Hmm. I'm picking between two names in my head right now, and I am just gonna make a game time decision. We're we're making a lot of sports uh, references that. here. We're very sporty. game time game time decision here. I'm going with Melissa. Yep, because I think that Melissa, again, she's she's really solid. I don't think she's ever gonna be the huge alpha in the room, but she is. I think people really I think people in the housewives arena outside of her show really like her. I think she seems to get along with a lot of people. So I think that she could be sort of a connector, sort of I think I actually think that her role on a mixed show would change up. And we saw on the first season of Girls Trip, like her and Kyle were like kikiing the whole time. Like everyone sort of loves her. And so I think it'd be refreshing to see her in a new cast. So I'm going with Melissa. I love that energy. Love that. Love that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're on to Miami. Uh, and it's my my turn to pick first. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Dr. Nicole. Ugh. Okay. I'm going with Dr. Nicole because I guess that she okay, I was gonna say that she gives us like the loud luxury of it all and like she just gives us the you know, the aspirational lifestyle that the unattainable aspirational lifestyle that I think that sort of was an original part of the DNA of housewives that um I think some of the franchises have lost a little bit over the years, but I think that she, there, there are sort of like torch bearers of that quality. And she is one of them. Her, I mean, Heather is also of that quality, but the difference between Heather and Nicole is that Nicole's willing to throw down a little more. I think Nicole's willing to like go there. And like, I mean, we've seen with her fights with Larsa and things like that. Like she is down to like get into a war of war words. And she, again, I think that she has so much room to grow at, in her role as a housewife. So I'm going with Dr. Nicole. Love that. I was going to um, take Dr. Nicole. So Were you? I was. Okay. She was my number one. But my backup is the literal complete opposite of Dr. Nicole because we need to have a well-rounded cast. And that means people who are going to do stuff that you vehemently disagree with, but they're also just so interesting and such a character. So I'm going with Larsa. Wow. That's a bold choice, especially in this climate. Can it you please is, elaborate? It is a bold choice, especially in this climate, but she is just so singular and will do things that I would think no human person would ever dare think of doing. And then she doubles down. She's so intentionally, actively oblivious. And 
I would be curious to see how she interacts with an Erin, for example, certainly with Dolores. I don't think Dolores and Larsa would um, blend well, which is why I love it all the more. (laughs) The way you said blend well is just, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Okay. I love that's a, again, we need some wild cards here. Yeah. Um, Okay. I mean, I think honestly, Dubai as a whole is kind of a wild card. We've seen one season from all these people. But it's your choice first. So uh, Dubai. Um, So I feel like I want to say Caroline Stanberry just because it's a classic, but I really can't argue or defend it. Like I I really I should be saying like Lisa, but I am going to say Caroline Stanberry just because she goes on vacation, does all these trips all the time, constantly living her absolute best life. I would love for someone, maybe Dolores, to sit her down and be like, so tell me about your 1099 and like where is this coming from? Like, totally. where Let, is let's this? have a financial scandal in season one of this mashup? Yeah, totally. And I, I just think it's it is maybe the choice I can defend the least of all of my picks, but it just feels I, I, I can't not bet on on Caroline. I really can't not bet on her. What about you? Okay, so you know she was my backup, but she was not my first. I, I think yeah. if we if we were if we were able to go back in time with these picks and be like, okay, I would choose. Ladies of London, Caroline Stanberry, hands down, she'd be like a top pick for me overall. Like totally. her performance on that show is, I think, one of the top ever. I love her on that. I'm not loving her yet on Dubai. And I also, I guess you're kind of getting a two for one because Sergio is part of that package and he's around for every Housewives event. That would get, uh, that would annoy me. So I'm going with Chanel Ion. She is just, she's, she's the biggest star on that cast to me right now. She, um, I think sometimes she can be a little bit like, uh, like uninhibited, like a little too over the top sometimes. I think that she'll, but I think that she, with each passing season, she will, you know, learn to rein that in and learn to like, you know, um, unleash it at the right times. I'm putting a stake in the ground with Chanel Ion. And as we've seen, like every time a housewife goes to Dubai, which seems it's like every other week at this point, like she's always hang, she, she's the one that's always hanging out with them. So I'm like, you know what? She's, she's a good connector. People like her. Like she's down to, to Kiki with the girls. Like, I don't know. And I think that in a housewife setting, she would she would pop off at some of them. So honestly, everybody right? is going to Dubai. All the housewives seem to be like, going what is to up Dubai with that? right now. Really? It's it's, so interesting. It's odd. It's almost like I mean, I can the conspiracy theory is that they're sending them that somebody's sending them there to to remind people that the Dubai cast sort of like exists because it's it, the 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 press around that show is like non-existent. So I don't even think don't that's know. a conspiracy. I think that's a viable option. Thank you for um, <laughs> <laughs> backing that up. Okay, I get a big first choice in Beverly Hills. Okay, it's hard. I almost want. I I almost wanted to go second with this one. Okay. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard. honestly, I had a top three that it's like. Almost Let me just impossible. like do a little little lowdown of my list right here. Yeah, I haven't. I also have been like doing a little bit of improv, so I don't have my picks. Um, yeah down yeah oof my okay. picks written so, down rather are different from the ones that i'm saying out loud yeah sure okay i hmm it's hard. i'm like i'm kind of i'm kind of stunk right now on beverly hills i feel like it's the, the highest stake is right now you know i am going to i'm not going to bet it all on blonde i'm not going to bet it all on blonde i'm going to bet it all on kyle richards i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it um because i think that she's obviously in, in, at an inflection point in her life and there are still a lot of 
questions. There's a lot of natural speculation. There's a lot of what's her future going to look like. And I think that whatever that future does look like for her, it will be interesting TV. It will be probably central to the storyline if it happens. If, we're, if if this is filming next year, like it's still central to the storyline. And you know what? I think that she is uh, naturally a very honest person and she will, she will talk about it. So um, I think that she would provide really compelling central storyline for us on, on this show. Love that. She was, in fact, my first choice. So I'm going to need to go to my second. And my second included two people who I'm currently litigating in my head, Sutton and Garcelle. So I was thinking Sutton might be too much because I have Shan there. And they sort of, to Mm. me, are a little bit similar just in terms of like chaotic energy. And then I have Garcelle, who would be incredible, except I already have Dolores who seems to me sort of similar at points just in being like really friendly, funny, quick, but not necessarily bringing that kind of reactive energy that other housewives would have. So now I'm like, do I want the kind of like extremely kinetic, sometimes chaotic energy of Sutton? Or do I want the even keeled, but also fabulous, funny energy of Garcelle? And so now in my head, I'm kind of playing out because it's like I have Shan, but I have Dolores. So it's like, but then I have Larsa, who's a mess. And then I have Karen, who's not a mess, but is funny and, you know, can be the butt of her own joke. I have Lisa Barlow. No, I yeah, because I have Lisa Barlow as well. I feel like I have to go Garcelle because I think Sutton would be that's too the right much. choice. I think Sutton would be too much. There are too many other characters that we need to have someone who brings with them just a real genuine balance, which Garcelle absolutely does. She's the queen. As you were talking through that, I was like, I if I were you, it's I would be Garcelle. Garcelle. It's got to be Garcelle. Yeah. Yeah. Sutton would be too much. It would tip the scale too much in yeah. terms of just I think energy. Sutton and Shannon together yeah. alone would be really interesting. But I think that if you when you add the Larsa element, it's like, no, 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 no. We got to we gotta pull back a little bit. Totally. Yes. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. All right. So before we get to the former housewife as a friend of, we have Atlanta left. And you get to go first on Atlanta. Um, Full stop, Candy. Candy, full stop. Not thinking about it, not doing nothing. Uh, if, you know, I had a backup of someone who's current but also past, I would probably say Sheree, might say Kenya, honestly. Kenya and Candy, now that I think about it, are probably tied. Kenya was incredible on Girls Trip. She was she did a really great job with a bunch of different personalities from different franchises. Yeah. So one could make the argument that Kenya is a better fit than Candy. And let me just think about this in my head. I am going to actually change my mind and go with Kenya because now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm so sorry. Now that I say it out loud, it is so clear to me that it has to be Kenya based on Mm -hmm. her, you know, just she's just one of the one of the greats. And also we've seen her on Girls Trip. She really she killed the game. So we got to go. We got to go. Kenya Moore. Okay. That is. That's a game changer for my list because I'm trying to think if Candy slots into mine. You know, I'm trying to think if I have too much because I have Kyle and Melissa who are sort of and Heather who are sort of like big big connectors, big sort of like uh, presences, but not super in your face. So I'm not going to choose Candy because I feel like that she would kind of bring more of the same of that. So I'm going to get another wild card into my cast with Marlo. Oh, my God. I was hoping you wouldn't say that, Marlo. Okay. Why? Because I just think she can be 
I don't trust her instincts as a housewife. I absolutely do okay. as a friend, but as a housewife, I think she often so, goes the path that's not great for TV. Right. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's fair, but I'm going to stick with my choice. I love that. Because I think that, you know, we have a big, we have, these are big casts. Mm-hmm. This, these are, these are nine person right. casts with, with a friend of. So I think that her impact in that, in sort of driving the direction, mm-hmm. you know, on Atlanta, there's less people willing to do that right now. Um, and there's less directions to go in. So I think on this show, you know, I, I, I think that she would be tampered down by a Monica or a Candace. I think that they would be able to check her a little bit. So, um, or even a Chanel Ion. So um, I'm going to stick with my Marlowe because I think that maybe she would be a de facto friend of, in terms of screen presence, in terms of just like giving us confessional in my, in my world. So um, that's my, that's my choice from Atlanta. Okay, so, great. okay. We have chosen each chosen one housewife from each franchise. I have them written down for us. Okay, great. But we have one more spot for a friend of, and it can be any former housewife that is not currently on on a franchise. It's probably the biggest pool we have. We have it's the biggest pool we have to choose from, and um, you, get, you get to go first. I have to be really honest. I thought of one housewife and one housewife alone. Um, I I gotta say, Jill Zarin. I know, I know, just the energy, and she's a singular person. She also desperately wants to be picked for the team, and to have her friend of and not full time. You, you have built in drama there because she's gonna have drama against herself of like, why wasn't I picked to be full time? And that would probably be her storyline the entire time. Would be why wasn't I picked to be full time? And then getting upset when other people are like, because you weren't. Because that's just not, that was not the call. So I have to say Jill's Aaron. Jillian, Jillian's Aaron is the way to go for me. She's finally back on a franchise she's in finally your back, world. But not full time. And I know she says, You're right. she says over and over again how much she loves being a friend of. But I don't know if she was offered. For, well, I don't even know if she'll come back now. But um, no, I don't goodness. think she will. Yeah. I mean, and she's obviously, you know, she's a big proponent, even though she has not been on the show for over 10 years. She is a big proponent of favored nations, meaning they all get paid yes. the same. And as a friend of that could complicate things for you. I don't know. The contract negotiations could be a little ugly. Yeah, the show could <laughs> end before it begins. But that shows exactly. the power of Jillian. It then really it turns into a girl's does. trip. I exactly. Yeah, I love it. OK. OK. What about you? What's your pick? So I wanted to go with somebody who we just haven't seen, like who we have not seen since they left their show. Okay, It's somebody who I think is a is a great beta. She's a great person to talk to, to, you know, air all your issues to. She's a good sounding board. Can I guess? A good, well-liked personality. Who do you think it is? Alex McCord. It is not Alex oh, McCord. Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay. Who, know. you know, TBD on there, she'll get her moment in the sun I again. Know. But in my world, that that role is going to Eileen Davidson. Oh, such a good pick! That is honestly the best pick of all of the picks that we've done. That's the best pick. That's a single. You know, best we, pick. I have a, I have a lot of big personalities. I you know she balanced Rinna so well in those early seasons, and I think she could do that for some of the people here. So um, that is my former uh, housewife pick for a friend of. Honestly, that makes me literally right now want to watch Eileen Davidson, Beverly Hills. Right. Honestly. Right. Like I want to be in that crazy house of hers playing, mm-hmm. p- having a poker night, you know, totally with Vince, like peering over the garage door to be like, what is happening with these wild? Women? Exactly. Love it. Exactly. That's a great okay. pick. That's a really, really great. pick. Thank, thank you so much. OK, so I'm going to read your cast and read my cast <laughs> and we can just do a little a little a little analysis here. We're, we're on the fly. Love it. OK, Sarah, your, your fantasy housewives cast is. Lisa Barlow, Karen Huger, Shannon Bedore, Aaron from New New York, 
Dolores, Larsa, Caroline Stanberry, Garcelle, Kenya, and Jill Zarin in a friend of role. How do you feel about this? I actually feel much better about this than any time I've ever tried to do a medley because I've never been able to accomplish it. So you are a talent. Well, caduce to you. I know. Honestly, caduce to you because I think this has, you have enabled picks to be made and um, that that feels a little bit like a Christmas miracle. Um, The only person who I think... I don't know that I have a switch. I guess you could switch uh, maybe Jessel, but the Aaron pick, I don't know if that really lands the way it did when I was saying it out loud, but, um, but it could, it, it really could. It could. Yeah. I think, I think it'd be interesting seeing Aaron hold her own amongst a lot of these really big yeah. personalities that you have. I will say I'm, I'm looking at your list and I'm like, Oh, like Aaron is the only like sort of, and it's, it's not about age. It's just about stage of life. Like yeah. she's the only one with like, with like really young kids. And she would kind of stand out in that way, I think, in terms of like her personal storyline. Well, Kenya, Kenya has Brooklyn who's young. That's true. That's true. Brooklyn That's true. who's much younger than Eric. Much different, fa- much different yeah. family units though. You know what I mean? Like it's like they bring different versions of that life, which I think yeah. is a nice balance. Love you that. Know? Great point. Absolutely. Okay. So I love that. And so mine is Monica <laughs> from Assault Lake. Oh my God. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Candace, Heather Dubrow, Bryn from New New York, Melissa Gorga, Dr. Nicole, Chanel Ion, Kyle Richards, Marlo Hampton, and Eileen Davidson as a friend. Chaotic. <laughs> it's a little chaotic, I have to say. There's not much, um, there's not much sort of beta going on here there's not much silent but deadly situation it's like kind of it's pretty in your face but maybe that's just how i like it yeah i don't know and listen judging by girls trip season two chaos is can be magical so uh, that is so not not a bad thing in fact it's probably a goal is to have a certain amount of chaos and you've got that balance and eileen is gonna play a big role there in a great way I think that's totally a, that's a maybe maybe, she, maybe she's promoted in season two. You oh know? my god, yeah, maybe she's promoted in season one, and she is <laughs> she's like a friend of a signs a friend like, of contract totally. and then gets upgraded over totally. over delivering is an Eileen Davidson classic. Yes. Um, okay, so lastly, I'm going to put us on the spot. If we were to if we were to pick a franchise city for them to live in. Ooh. on the, for our for our shows what, what you know do you want the city to be a, like a character in the show like you know because I, I think each city brings something else to their to their franchise you know in terms of like whether it's the personality of it or the like cultural like religion aspect of it like different cities bring different things that's a that's a great question i would probably say honestly to put it in new york or beverly hills just because i feel like they're so specific that you can get a certain kind of energy in different ways from new york versus bh i think um i think one of those two could be really interesting what about you what do you think i think for mine i think you know you bringing up dorinda and during the season of girls trip in the berkshires they were kind of all just like locked in a house mm-hmm. and you know, I think that New York or LA would just kind of, or Beverly Hills would give a little too much. There'd oh, be almost too much energy coming around that. from around them. Totally. So I think I'm going to go with a more suburban mm-hmm. element of New Jersey or Potomac, probably. I'm just like, we're in houses, we're having dinner parties, and shit just hits the fan. You know what I mean? There's too much personality in the room, but it's not 
it's not oozing out onto the sidewalk in New York City necessarily. Honestly, now I want to change 100%. That's a great point. No, totally. <laughs> like, put them in Franklin Lakes, honestly. Right. Or a, a Franklin Lakes-esque place. Um, I can't really say Orange County, but like something like that. Yeah, 100%. That's a great point. And I also think the, d- the different levels of glamour, I think like, you know, some of them would just like shine too much in a Beverly Hills setting. So it, it's more to me, it's an even playing field if you go to the, sub- the suburbs. Yeah, I think Lisa Barlow would spiral in New Jersey and I would love to watch that play <laughs> out. I really would. I would love to watch that play <laughs> out. Well, this has been so much fun, Sarah. This is like such a... This is the first time I've ever done this, and I think that you were a great sparring partner on this. I think we both ended up with solid, watchable shows, and I love this for us. Well, I love this for us, too, and thank you so much for having me because truly the amount of anxiety that I felt about making – because this is really – it's like exposure therapy of like you just have to sort of make a choice. You just have to fucking choose. You just have to fucking choose, and I think that can be tough because I also spend so much of my time on AG living in the gray that to just like make a choice is – Yeah, it's very black and white. Yeah, and I'm I'm proud of our cast. I'm proud of our cast. I mean, too. And I think that both of us sort of operate in that same in that same space of like, it's not actually usually black and white for us. And right. we both try to like, see a little bit more of the nuance. But when you're when you're casting, you're either giving somebody a contract or you're not. And Amen. so I think it's it's good to push us. It's good to push, you know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh, Sarah, do a plug for Andy's girls or tell people you know what they can expect from your podcast and where they can sign up. You have a Patreon. Do all the things. Well, thank you, first off, so much for having me. And um, Andy's Girls is a semi-weekly podcast that focuses on the psychology behind the housewives and other TV show drama. So uh, we like to call it a mix between C-San- C-SPAN excuse me, and Ayanla Fix My Life. So you can listen to episodes of Andy's Girls wherever you listen to episodes of your favorite pod like this one. And follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. And the Patreon has exclusive bonus apps at patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. And thanks again, Gibbs, for letting me Thank gab. you so much for doing this. Oh my God, of course. Thanks so much for doing this. I'll have you on another time to do a more like discussion-based situation. But um, I'm 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 happy to have you on for this first draft. Well, really thank fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a delight. So fun. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe to Gabbing with Gib on any podcast platform to listen to new episodes. And subscribe to Gabbing with Gib on YouTube to watch full-length versions of our interviews. We'd also love your support with a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And keep up with all things Gabbing with Gib at Gabbing with Gib on Instagram and TikTok. Gabbing with Gib is an independent podcast hosted by me, Gibson Johns. It's produced by myself and Riley Dabbs. Graphics are by Rachel Roth, and our cover art photography is by Troy Hallahan. If you want to reach out about guest booking, sponsorship, or advertising opportunities, email us at gabbingwithgib at gmail.com. Thank you again for your support, and see you next time.